experiences um it's i don't know man uh i love it i just i absolutely love it um so i'm learning a lot it feels like a lot of information's like flowing in yeah and I don't, i'm not sure if like i have like confidence to retain all that information yeah <laughs> so um i'm definitely leaning on on my team to to answer questions if I have any, but they're super reliable. Like I could ask any of them to uh, to help if I if I need it, and they'll they'll be more than willing to help. It's great. That's the weird thing when you learn something new. You know, it's like at first you're very cautious. You know, yeah. And then you you go through the paces a few times, and after a while, you get more confident. And then later on, it's autopilot. You know, and you don't even remember how hard it was initially it, it's it's cool when you have a good team like somebody a good mentor training you and a good team because when you don't have that trying to learn a new skill is like it, it's tough yeah a lot of guys tap out on that but well um it it was a little nerve-wracking at first and i was just you know i was just kind of uh telling you this i know a guy in in georgia who kind of went through the same thing I did except two years prior and he went from one career to a totally different career and he kind of calmed my nerves in the beginning it was he 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 understood so when he was telling me man you got this it's all right it sounds like you're a better position than I am they're willing to teach you so um going from construction to IT it's like what the fuck (laughs) because construction was all I knew but you're really good at so, that, though, right? I mean, I I think that you, you're in that wheelhouse, but, yeah, learning something new is kind of it, – it's scary, right? It, it's You're standing on a precipice, and there's either success or failure. Yeah. And you don't even know yourself if you can make it. And that that's kind of the ballsy part about it. Most people, if you're, they're in one trade, they never try to switch it up. Right. They just stay in that trade till they die. Yeah. So, no, I – it's pretty ballsy, but more men need to do that. They need to say, you know what, I'm not happy doing this, and I want to just change it. Yeah. No, I get that. Um, and that's that's kind of where I was going down. Because I, I, saw, I saw an outlet to gain a little bit more freedom, do the things that I need and want to do. And, uh, and I think that... Because construction to me was yeah it, it's it's it is a fulfilling uh, career, you could build things with your hands, um, but in my in my respect I didn't like doing it for other people, I didn't, um, especially like I, I don't mind doing it for friends or family, um, but when you actually have homeowner customers, it's it's hard because they're super picky like they they think they know more than you. They're always over your shoulder watching you. And you know this. They probably watch you doing AC and shit. Yep. You know. Is that line supposed to be around there? Or is that rough framing supposed to be looking like that? No, bitch. Yeah, like, the, I'm doing it just to, for, for the fuck of it. You know, it's like, Jesus yeah, Christ. Yeah, I know. And they, it's, it's almost like any trade, like, people think they Google something and they think they know it. Yeah. But it's like. You've made a thousand and one mistakes, and that's where you're standing now. So you you kind of already analyze everything and know what to do, but people like to armchair quarterback on that. It yeah. Seems like. But what is a uh, what has been with this weather lately? Well, it's been crazy out here. I think it's been at least over 118. You know, uh, recently, and pretty muggy and pretty humid. I think our monsoon season is like. Uh, it's starting a little bit earlier than it used to. I remember monsoon was like more of an August thing. You think? Yeah, a little bit, right? 
Man, I, I, I vaguely remember monsoon season hitting us, like, as soon as July came around. Like... I'm saying when I was a kid. And, oh, oh okay. Wait, when yeah. I was way younger, yeah. right? Yeah. I mean, because I feel like... the Well, we've also been in the past, what, week and a half, two weeks above 110. Most of it has been above 115. <laughs> like... Yeah, there's like heat advisories. Yeah. <laughs> it's on every we're road. dying over here. <laughs> on every road, they're like, you, you get into the GPS, it's like heat advisor on this road. It's like, it, it's just really total nonsense. But yeah, it, it's pretty, it's it's oven-like. It's oven-like yeah. and uncomfortable. Because you, say you take a shower, you walk outside, you're sweating profusely. It's yeah. not really, it is what it is. It's one of the things about being a Phoenician, you know, living in the desert, but uh kind of a badge of honor for people from Arizona, I guess. But Yeah, I don't like it. <laughs> I the thing with me is I, I just submitted to it and I I don't like this is me, but I if I'm at work or whatever, I just I I delve into it. I I I just learn to love it. I I vibrate with it, right? I, I allow it to take me and I don't fight it. But on my own time yeah, I don't want to be hot. I yeah. like to be comfortable. Um, yeah, I mean, my my biggest issue with it, I, w- I don't, I, I understand during the day, if it's over 100 degrees or whatever, that's fine. It's summer. That's, but when you have the rest of the country that drops down to like 70, 75 at night, and we're still sitting at a cool 90 fucking degrees throughout the whole night, it's like 90 degrees at 5 o'clock in the morning, you're like, Okay, this is this is a little fucking old. I'm I'm tired of it now. <laughs> no, I agree. I agree. Um, the only thing I do like about the desert is the sun burns off like all the impurities, and you can see like for miles and miles and miles on a clear day, and it has a rawness to it. I, it's hard to explain, but there's a crisp, clean look of a desert. Um, Minus the mirages, right? The, the wavy lines on the streets yeah. like look like water. Um, it, ha- it has a special thing to it, but it's not for everybody. I I can see why people are like, hell no, I can't live with this. But Yeah, I like, uh, I like my four seasons. I, I, think... want, I want the coolness. I want, as soon as fall comes around, let's see the leaves change. As soon as winter comes around, let's see the fucking snowflakes. That's what I want to see. I will be taking more trips, man. I, I'm against traveling in general. Like I said, for like men, I, I think that we shouldn't be traveling. We should be working and stuff. But maybe weekend things or something close or yeah, see the fall leaves. It's good to meditate and take some time away from everything, though. But to be telling me you're going to Bali, all right? I don't want to hear that. I don't want to hear that nonsense. Anyway, who the fuck's going to Bali? Nobody is. I always hear it though, and I'm like, uh, I'm like, no, dude. If you got to go to Bali to find your spirituality, yeah. there's something going on here. But I, I took it. Yeah, yeah. I went to New Mexico, which I had never really been there, and it was kind of like a different country in a way. They have their own culture. It's like a, these old Spanish towns and Native American influences. Heavy, heavy Native American influence. And you said it was Santa Fe. I went to Santa Fe. I went to. Uh, Las Vegas, New Mexico, where, like, No Country for Old Men was filmed. Mm. And a bunch of other old westerns and, like, Wyatt Earp and U.S. Marshals. Just, I heavily filmed Little City. It was very beautiful there. A lot of beautiful architecture. Really run-down little town, but I was amazed. I I had never been there. It had kind of an enchanting feeling, and that's, like, kind of their, 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 whole, sh- their whole shtick there is we're a land of enchantment. Yeah. I wanted to see some of the old churches. I checked out the old churches, the old Spanish ones, and um, did you did you check out the church that that had the special stairway that was never that was built with no nails? Yeah, I did. Did you check that out? I went in there and I actually, and I actually I did something I haven't done for a long time, probably since I was like nine years old. You know, I, I said a prayer in there, dude, a silent prayer, because I'm like, we have no pilgrimages around this side of the world, as far as I know, right? Right. So I was like, well, let me go see these old churches, right? And uh, it was pretty amazing. Very beautiful architecture. The stairwell was, was impressive for, like, people that, like, have done carpentry. 
you're like, you see your mind starts spinning. Like, how did this guy pull that off? Cause it would, would probably just collapse on itself, you know, but yeah, it's kind of freestanding. Well, and it was a Catholic church, right? Yeah. Um, the nuns hired that guy. Did, 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 you know the story behind mm-hmm. that, right? Yeah. How they hired this this carpenter. He came out of nowhere. He built this this stairwell, or these stairs, no nails, and he disappeared. Yeah. They couldn't. They couldn't find him. They like. I don't. I don't. I don't even know if they paid him. That's the mythology behind it. I, I'm pretty sure they they tried to find him to pay him, and he just disappeared. Yeah. It, Isn't that crazy? Yeah, it was. It is crazy, and it was very, very interesting. Like they had like, uh, like a Taos revolt where all the native people and the mestizos yeah. like they kicked the Spaniards out for twelve years from Santa Fe, and it, it the Americans took over later on, and uh, like Cabeza de Vaca's family had land grants even that uh, uh, encompassed Las Vegas, New Mexico, and. The Americans kind of like uh, dissolved all these old Spanish land grants. It, it, it's very, very interesting cult, culture over there. You got Teos, New Mexico has uh, Kit Carson's house. Kit Carson was pretty famous because he's the guy that like trucked from California all the way back to pretty much Mexico and back again to to bring the army. I think it was General Kearney to to beat the Mexican uh, army in California, and they took California like that. Just, just a lot of lore of the old West, man. You watch the spaghetti westerns; it's all set in that area. They're they're all going to Santa Fe or, or, or old Albuquerque. It, it's it, it was pretty cool, man. I, if you're around, I would say check it out. It is a leftist uh, state, though. I don't think you can carry guns or anything, which is ironic. Well, Santa Fe in general is a leftist city. Um, heavy, heavy left. It's hippie. There's a lot of hippies there. So it, it's art community. Yeah, yeah, it's very, very artsy, but it's beautiful. It is beautiful. It's a beautiful fucking uh, town for sure. Um, and they have actually one of the the prettiest um, military graveyards I've ever seen in my life. It's beautiful, and uh, I got to check that out too when I worked there. So no, it, it yeah. it's a nice place. Let's say so, go there. I would say probably in the fall. You go there in the fall, yeah. it's probably amazing. You know, take a little road trip. Yep. But I did that, uh, came back. I mean, what else has been going on? I heard, like, they uh, found a little baggie in the White House. Baggie of what? I don't know, cocaine or something? <laughs> some some white powdery substance? <laughs> did you see Like, that? you know, like, for sure, dude. I saw that meme, man. It was like, if... If they found alcohol in, in Pelosi's house, you know who it belonged to. If you found, what, dildos in Kamala's house, you know who it belonged to. Or some shit like that. Or yeah. whatever. I don't know. And the meme's like, but they found fucking white powdery cocaine in, in the White House. They don't know who belongs who it belongs to. Like, bitch, come on. We, we know who the fuck it belongs Did to. Did you see the video? He, yeah. he was on one, man. He was, like, all hyped. Yeah. Like, walking around. Like, all crazy. I'm like... That dude's just spiraling, man. He's just he's just totally spiraling. Yeah, but that's, uh, it's that's not even surprising. Crazy. But the the levels of degeneracy, it's like, are we even serious anymore? No. If you're finding like cocaine in the White House, I mean, I know people have vices, and we all understand these things. But at the fucking White House, like we gotta like those are supposed to be the highest echelon right. people we have in our society, and we we know they're not. But I mean. We're not even pretending anymore. It's yeah. like it just out there, you know? I don't know. But fucking wild, man. These uh these politicians are wilding out here, bro. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> dude, dude, I'm just saying or politicians' family and sons and shit, yeah. dude. They're just wild here. Uh, yeah. It's like party time, bitch, white boy summer. Yeah. <laughs> they're like, fuck yeah. yeah. Going back to the eighties. <laughs> yeah, I know. He's like, I got this from uh I got this from uh, what, what? What's his old old name? Uh, I can't remember what. You know, yeah, he's just out of control, man. This guy, he thinks it's the eighties. I've told people, I'm like, yeah, I I live like I'm in a dystopian nineteen eighties sci fi movie, but this guy, he's also there, but he's he's the drug head in that scenario, yeah. you know. I don't know, man. Um, he's the party boy. Yeah, it's crazy. A lot's been going on. You had that going on. You had the sub 
which everybody's like, it's a PSYOP. Like, who knows, man? But the sub imploded, supposedly, going down to look at the Titanic. But last time the Titanic was in the news, the Federal Reserve, you know, yeah. was implemented. So, uh, Yeah, they killed off, uh, killed off a bunch of uh, millionaires slash billionaires. Uh, that, were, that, yeah. that were against the, the central banking state or state banking yeah. system. So I'm sure it's a coincidence. Yeah. No, yeah, I I'm pretty sure there's like there's yeah. nothing related to that whatsoever. Yeah. So and I, I heard that there's other passengers that were supposed to be on there that uh, that the day before unloaded <laughs> all their stuff and their art and everything else. Like maybe they knew not to get on it. I don't know. Um, I heard Mr. Beast. You know who Mr. Beast is? I've heard of him, yeah. He's like a big YouTuber. Yeah, yeah. Um, he might be like the first billionaire YouTuber. Um, he was he was offered to go on it. He's smart though, man. He doesn't take risks that he, he knows that he probably can't make money on. And that was a smart move on him. Yeah. Because he's like, no, I'm good. Yeah, I, I don't want to go fucking 20 fucking thousand feet under the sea. You know, whatever the fuck it is. So yeah, I don't. I don't know much about Mr. Beast. I do know that, um, from what I heard, that the uh, the submarine had to be closed from outside. That's just not a good sign to me. You know, like riveted shut. I don't know. No. And the PlayStation controller. I know we're late late to the party on this, but everybody knows it's kind of crazy. And a lot of people say it's a psyop. I'm like, who knows, man? Maybe, maybe not. They're always doing something weird to distract you. The right hand is moving. The left hand's doing the something. The memes were outlandish, though. I, dude, thank you, internet, yeah. for that shit. I appreciate that. That was the memes were fucking great. I loved it. Fucking made me laugh every single fucking day for a fucking week straight, two yeah. weeks straight. The me, like the me, the memes. Yeah, the the only good thing about tragedy. Is the memes. Yeah. You know? <laughs> I don't know. The whole thing's crazy, but it, it's like that old movie Abyss where, the, where that old Marine mm-hmm. goes down and he implodes. Remember? Yeah. 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 Uh, he goes down into the marinara trench or something and he just implodes. That's a movie nobody talks about anymore, but it's that was an old one. That was an old one. But, yeah, that happened. And, man, what else has been going on? Threads, right? Old threads Zuckerberg out, made yeah. Threads. <laughs> Yeah, dude, um, you have Elon Musk and Mark Zuckerberg. Elon Musk takes Twitter, gives you essentially freedom of speech on a social platform. Zuckerberg goes over to Twitter, control, you know, control uh, C, that motherfucker, copies it, and then control V's it into his fucking, into his, uh, his own platform pastes it. So copy and paste that bitch. And it's essentially a knockoff to me. Like come, come up with something else, man. Yeah. I, didn't, I didn't get it because, um, like as people know, I don't, I don't really like technology that much. And I have Instagram and I'm like, I'm on it too much. And yeah. I feel like if I get something else, I'd be on that too. Cause it, it's all, it's kind of hyper addictive. Um, and I already know it's just going to, and it's just mostly words on people are putting like what quotes or like uh, their ideas out there, right? About pop culture. Yeah. So I have it. I downloaded it just to see what it was about. And it's honestly, it's, it's not even like really like any news sources or anything like that. I mean, it's like just a <laughs> bunch of people fucking around on it. Like, Sharing memes or saying funny ass shit. Yeah, yeah. That's all it is. That's. Yeah. I mean, it, there are some fucking funny, funny shit that I find on that, how, that app. But how much does it compare to like uh, Twitter? It's pretty close. Right. Like same scrolling type. Yeah. Um. I I think once they start adding more features, it's going to be a lot like Twitter. It's going to be a lot like Twitter. So. Look you, for that in the future. Yeah, it's one of those things, like, I don't know. I mean, you can't really stop it. Chris was saying, you're telling me 100 million people downloaded it? Yeah, like five days. So it's it's out there. It's not going anywhere. You know, people people want the new flashy, uh, shiny objects, so they're all over it. 
but um and also like probably all the left left wing people want to have they got a i think they're getting annihilated on twitter so they're retreating to another platform probably or i i mean it's hard to say there are some there are some people like on twitter like that's it. I'm moving over to Threads. All right. Bye, bitch. Yeah. Like, this is an airport. No need to announce your departure. You dumb fuck. <laughs> Go away. You know? Twitter has more than enough people on it. Like, you, you, can't, you can't scroll through Twitter and another fucking feed pops up. Like... How long has Twitter been around? Uh, it... Twitter's, Twitter's been around for several years. It's probably been like 10 years. It's at least, oh, dude. I yeah. remember years ago, like probably 07, I remember Conan O'Brien talking about tweets of the night. Like, it's been around for a while, yeah, dude, before I even, I even had a smartphone. Yeah. Like, it's been, I think, that's one to look up, man. I, I know it was YouTube came out like in 2004 and five, right? Something like that, or maybe six. Yeah, something like that. And MySpace was around, what, 04? Dude, MySpace was around... I started... It was probably um, when I was in, like, 10th or 11th grade. So that was, like, 02, 03. It's, it's funny because there was... When I was... Uh, it, was like, it was, like, 03 or 04. There was a girl I used to know. I was talking to her. And uh, she was in this crew. She was a rockabilly girl, right? Mm-hmm. Like a roller derby chick, and she'd be like, "Follow my MySpace. It's a uh, Bruise Crew or whatever, right?" Because they would all beat each other up, and they're very like, you as know, you like, should do in roller derby. Yeah, they're a roller derby one, and I was like, "I'm never doing that." She's like, "What do you mean? Follow my MySpace?" I'm like, "I have no. I don't have a smartphone. I don't have a. Com- and I think it was a computer at the time. I'm like, I don't have a computer. There was no smartphones like as we know them now." I'm like, I don't have a computer. I'm not going to get a computer. I will never see your MySpace. <laughs> she would always harass me. I'm like, it's not happening. I'm not going to do it. And then, uh, I don't know whatever happened to that, but but I just, re- I always equate MySpace with that one person. Yeah. You know, because that was like her, one of her big, huge things is like, see all the girls on my page? Because they had like a, a group of women that were promoting stuff. And Yeah, so I think that, like, yeah, it's MySpace, it's Facebook, it's Instagram. It's never going to end. So there'll always be something. Now you got a little, uh, like, a turf war going on with uh, Twitter and threads. So, yeah, it, it, another thing to look at. It'll be, um, it'll be pretty interesting to see what, what transpires out of that whole, that whole thing. I heard Twitter was also suing threads. Yeah. Yeah, that's interesting. So, we'll see. Well, they have, they have, what else do they have? They have Gab, is that one? And they have Rumble? Rumble, yeah. I've... And Telegram. I've heard of Rumble um, and Telegram. I've never heard of Gab. I don't know what that is. Um, but Rumble is like a... Isn't it like a podcast platform? Where you can upload videos know. or podcasts and shit? The only one I constantly so. hear about is Telegram. But I, I think that's another, like like a scrolling thing where you're all is it? together on a text thread or something and people are sharing information. But I know it's more free because people always say, well, watch this documentary on there and watch that documentary. Yeah. And But I've never gotten it. I don't think I'm going to get it. I Yeah, it's just another platform where they can collect information on you. Yeah. That's all it is to me. Like, that's all I see when I see these apps. Well, well, yeah, and then they're like, well, he's viewed this, he's viewed that. So they get a kind of a look into your psyche also. Yeah. Like, I don't know. They, these guys know too much anyway already. Yeah, they probably they probably know you better than you know yourself. No, I'm sure of that. So I'm basically sure of that. But, so, Threads is out there. Participate or don't. I mean, I guess it's kind of up to the individual. Yeah. I don't know. But uh, what else has been going on? What do we got? We got... Um, I don't know. there's always some shenanigans going on. So much shit. Oh, well, you got, okay, the big deal was that, what was, everybody's been kind of going off and arguing online about, uh, that Jim Caviezel, uh, documentary about child trafficking, what, what's the name Sound of that? Sound of Freedom. Sound of Freedom. I, I'm up in the air on this thing, I'm thinking about it, I'm thinking about it, I'm like, this is what it, because some people, like, there's this guy online, his name's Owen Benjamin, mm-hmm. you know about him? 
Mm-hmm. He's like the sex comedian guy that like he left society and he's living on a homestead with his wife and he's very vocal about certain aspects of society and he he kind of takes the side where like these guys are pedophiles so they're making a movie about pedophilia right that's his thinking right it's almost like doth protest too much the whole shakespearean quote like you're talking too much about it because you are it um me, like, on my Instagram, I don't really talk too much about pedophilia or talk about, like, trans stuff or any of these issues, really. Because, honestly, the pedophilia thing, I'm against it, dude. These guys, you take the innocence of a child. I really don't have any sympathy for those guys. I'm like, shoot them or something. I mean, I don't know if I can say that, but I am just don't. Yeah. I don't like it. I don't even like thinking about it. I don't even like thinking it's happening. I'm... I think it's it's not masculine to protect... If you don't protect innocence, I don't think that's masculine. I think we should protect the innocence of the children at all costs. Now, some people say that the human trafficking is a is like a QAnon thing. Or, I never got into the Q stuff, but... Me neither. Um, it's happening. If you know anything about Mexico, with the, when the cartels were going at it, they were like killing women left and right down there. They were sex trafficking them. I think there's a big, I think there's a big uh, market for like uh, organs. I also think the adrenochrome is real. They, yeah. The blood drinking stuff's been going on for a long time. The Aztecs did it. A lot of people have done it around the planet. It probably has regenerative effects. These guys are obviously doing it. I don't. If they're shooting stuff up in their face and they're stretching all these, the, every section of their their bodies in every direction, they're gonna take an unmarked, unnamed substance that gives them. Uh, youthfulness. They may or may not know it's Andrew Chrome, but they're they're doing it. Come on, it's adrenalized blood. It's the Wim Hof method without the work. That's what you do when you put yourself in these ice cold baths. You your endocrine system releases adrenaline, mostly through your kidneys. It adrenalizes your blood, and then you you get a high, and it has a restorative effect on your body. It seems right. Yeah. That paired with breath work. Now. And meditation. Now, these guys are going to get that same effect of the adrenalized blood without having to do the work. Sounds logical. These guys are lazy as fuck, right? Yeah. And they have money. So, are they are they doing what we think we're doing? Po- probably. Possibly. I don't know, man. I'm not down there, but I, I hear things. I hear things, uh, whispers of things. I hear there's like 80,000 children missing at the border. I also hear that they took off the White House... Uh, website, all the sex trafficking alerts about the border, about the uh, like the minor problems with minors at the border, like that's all been expunged from their website. So if they're taking that down, it seems like they're hiding something, or they don't want to have accountability for what's occurring. Right. Right. I don't know. That's my thoughts on that. Well, and as far as Sounds of Freedom goes, I you I, watched it? I, no, I haven't watched it yet, but I heard it was based on a true story. And not only that, that people are going to these movie theaters and reporting problems with the AC in just that in just that theater. They don't want them to watch it. Yeah, people they're trying to deter people from watching it. Um, that movie has been in has been trying to been uh, going to production for like the past five years, and no no um, production company was was buying the script until Angel Studios bought it. Um, and then obviously Jim Caviezel, dude. He, he, every, if you don't know who that is, he's an actor, but he's super Christian. He's the one who did Passion of the Christ, um, and some other some other controversial movies that lean toward more right. Well, he was right minded stuff. He was so. in the Count of Monte Cristo, and yeah, that was too. that was one of my favorite books as a kid. And he's where he he gets out of the he he gets wrongfully imprisoned by his his one of his best friends. Because he wants his wife, right? Marseille. Um, or maybe it's in Marseille, France. It's been a while, but... Um, he gets out of the Chateau d'If after doing like 20 years, right? And he, he, find, he meets an old priest. He comes out like as a cultured gentleman and he inherits this wealth the priest is like hidden away during the Napoleonic Wars. 
but it's all about God and like faith, you know, mm-hmm. that's the story of, of Monte Cristo about, you know, you, you get, you get revenge, but it's kind of like justice, right? Because it's, it's due, it's karma. Right. And, uh, he's, he was in that movie and I really love that movie. Like the, the writing, you know, some of it was corny, but I thought the writing was amazing and going off on the movie thing. But so I think he's a man of principle. I don't know what he's seen or what he's heard. And he's also in Hollywood. So he, he probably has a little bit more insight than the average Joe about what's going on. Yeah. Right. So what else? What else is, what else has been going on? And today's society, your society. <laughs> well, what, like, I, I think recently I was, they had the Pence interview yesterday, right? And that kind of blew up. You see the little girl on the video threw a water balloon at Pence's head? No. Oh, she threw the heater on this guy. Really? He was walking down a parade type thing. And a little girl, probably like 12 years old, hit him in the head with a water balloon. And, uh, that kind of went a little bit viral, but uh, another clip I saw of Tucker Carlson, he was saying to him, why are we giving billions of dollars still to Ukraine and all these tanks and everything when the last three years, every city in America is, is, is noticeably worse off, noticeably worse off. Like everywhere I go, like I go to a convenience store, not everywhere, but a lot of places, I'll see a homeless man just sitting there. And the heat, you know, just like asking for money. It's common now, very common mm-hmm. in most areas, right? And so Pence is like, well, that's not really my concern. I don't know if they got him in a gotcha moment where he maybe made a mistake in like language. But these politicians, they don't give a shit. And Pence, Pence to me, I'm like, when the whole thing about the uh, voting, he turned on Trump. He should have just went down with the ship. He did like a Benedict Arnold type thing. Yeah. I, there's no return from that. That's no honor. Even if Trump was wrong, if you're the first mate and you got to stick by the captain, whatever like decision he makes, as a vice president, I think. And I I think he should have stuck with Trump. He, I mean, we can argue about Trump all day, good or bad, uh, controlled opposition, I, all these things, right? In that instance, uh, Pence is no good. He's dishonored himself and his ancestors. Well, he's... <laughs> getting he's, happy, but I'm just he's, saying he's, he's a dishonorable. He's a, politician. He's, a nor- he's a regular politician yeah. that you see day to day. You know, they don't care about your your problems. They're there to just fucking have power and money um, and do whatever they want to fucking do. And so, so why would why would anybody want Pence in there? Like, these guys have no, like like, awareness of reality. Like, dude, you just sold out... The orange man that was like, you're number one, you're supposed to be ride or die with this guy, and you sold the dude out, like, how in the hell would we trust you? And a lot of people can't even trust Trump, because he didn't fall through with a lot of his things, right? Yeah. So, but at least he was like, you know, he was there on a few of his policies. Pence is just a freaking robot, dude, to be honest. He, he's literally, like, soulless. Is he... Is he campaigning or something? Yeah, he's campaigning for president. No shit. Yeah. Wow. I I didn't know that. Yeah. Well. Yeah, I think he's. Done I don't already. think. You what? I think he's done already. Oh yeah, I, I don't think he. Well, I don't think he's gonna get voted in. I mean, who who the fuck's gonna vote for that dude? That's a little fucking weird. I'm wonder. Do you think uh, is is DeSantis running too? I, I haven't been following politics that closely, but I, I heard DeSantis is kind of has some murmurs, but. That they torpedoed him pretty much. Like the right wing doesn't want DeSantis. No, especially after they found out um, Soros. Well, yeah, he gets he he gets um, money from Soros and the Bush family. So yeah, so yeah, fuck that. Yeah, you can't do that, man. Like you got this weird communist, like like uh, blood drinking guy in Soros that's yeah. giving you money. You can't. No, you can't go with that guy. Yeah. Um, I think Soros is like 192 years old or something. <laughs> yeah, dude. You know, like he looks old, but he's older than what he looks. You know, like, I think he I is think, pretty damn old. I think he's been doing something, man. I ha- he has to be like 192, maybe 191. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's bad. He's bad looking, man, and and then they still have control, and 
He's known, everybody knows, he gets into countries, he speculates on their currency, he destabilizes their economy, then he buys up uh, commodities at a lower rate. That, and that's kind of what he does. Like, that's, his, that's his little, that's his little um, mantra. It's his marching orders. And then he acts like he's for equality and he wants to help. No, he's, he's for helping himself. Yeah. He, he may have this grandiose plan for what he wants to perceive in the future, but it's it's all through his lens of morality, which is like shit compared to most of ours. It's the opposite of what we want. Yep. But um, I did hear about that a little bit. I I don't I don't think DeSantis is going to make it in. So but that's going to put Trump there again. But all right, we'll have to see, man. I don't know what's going to go on with that. You know, Kamala Harris is on another planet still. She she's unlikable. Everything she says is just is just awkward and like a foot in her mouth. Um. She might be autistic. What's <laughs> wrong with that she, lady? How did she, she pass the bar? Dude, I don't know, man. She's to me, she's kind of retarded. And I, I don't know if I'm supposed to say that, but I don't give a fuck. She's retarded. Yeah, yeah. No well, one likes the R word. No Shut offense. No offense to the mentally retarded. Yeah, because they they actually were afflicted with something genetically. Yeah, she chooses this. Okay. <laughs> Yeah. Totally different. Okay, so she's lower on the on the scale of like um, uh, uh, echelon of like retardation. Yes, she's <laughs> the the mentally retarded guys are pointing at her and mocking her. Yes, they're like, look at you, like myself. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> she's just like on another level. And then she has like she has like all these Freudian slips. Like she's talking about like. About the future, and she's like, "Wow, well, we need to control the population." So they're like admitting they're like trying to like basically kill off people or not let them breed or promote abortions, like yeah, you know it. And so they don't really do a good job of hiding their agendas at all. They just say it, like they don't even hide it. And that's well known. We we also had the riots in France recently. I I mean, are those are those still going on, dude? The that, French that, that fucking country is about to just fall like civil war status. i don't know what's going on there well they had some like i think it was some 17 year old kid got killed by cops supposedly a la like uh, george floyd the same kind of stuff right and so now it's all about uh the, you know there's equal rights and these civil rights well sense but these dudes aren't even freaking from france man yeah to me i'm like dude you just got there you should you have no fucking rights under the constitution of the country you just you put your two feet on right this this uh, whole egalitarianism, this whole movement, is just, it's the weirdest, like, unlogical thing ever. Well, and not to mention they were writing before that because the fucking government implemented two more years to the retirement, you know? Yeah. So it's they don't like, have any money. What the fuck? Like, just just kick out your fucking government. That's, that's one thing that I don't like is people are too fucking scatterbrained to um, to converge together and overthrow their own government. Yeah. In our Constitution, it says we can do that. If you read the fucking Constitution, people, you can do it. Legally. You can uh, throw these motherfuckers it, out. You can ha- put hands on them. It's the you can two- put hands on them, fucking put a boot in their fucking ass, throw them to the fucking curb, implement new people. That's what we used to do. We used to elect new people and be like, all right, you guys... You guys aren't performing your duties correctly. We've got to get rid of you. In the past, so say if you had a king, and I've, I've said this before, you'd have, he was acting ignobly or he was unjust. All the dukes would get together, the marquis, the counts, they'd get together, they'd rally all their men, and then they'd storm his castle, and they'd get rid of the guy. Right. Then out of those guys that are left, there'd be an egalitarian, in that sense, uh, vote of all the noblemen, and they get the most just and the most honorable man, and they'd elect him king. Yep. That was traditionally how the Europeans used to do it. Now you have so much blue tape and so much nonsense. It's a democracy now that the herd can't move quickly enough to make decisions to like fix uh, these crumbling, crumbling governments, man. It's and then the left and the right are just fighting. And I was talking to somebody recently. I'm like, we could have had it in the United States, for instance. We could have had everything. We could have had, we could have had a border wall that would have satisfied the right. We could have had some form of decent health care. There's no such thing as free. But it could have been better if 
we wouldn't have sent like a quadrillion dollars to Ukraine. Yeah. We could have had some kind of education system. We could have retooled it. It's better than what we have. If we didn't send a quadrillion dollars to Ukraine, if we didn't have a <laughs> hundred fucking bases around the whole planet, if we weren't in endless wars constantly, we could have all these things. We had the econo- economic might to have all these things. We're getting paid, in, we're getting uh, taxes almost 50%. 33 at least for the taxes. Plus, you go to the store, it's like 8 or 9%, plus property tax. But it, it just it stacks up. So it's about 50%, right? But we have no benefits of a socialized country. Yeah. So in all reality, the leftists, like, they have a they have a leg to stand on that bitch. But the way I see it is we could have all these things if we stopped all our bullshit. If some of them I'm not, I'm not for. I, I'm not for particularly, like, free education because I don't think the majority of the population benefits from education. No. Go to an inner city school. They don't care about Shakespeare. They don't want to, they don't want to read about the Odyssey. It's not for them. Um... But I think that we could do a better job at like finding, finding early on in the early ages, who's better suited for what. If you got to put them in the trades or if you got to put them in higher education, do it. Because the people that are in higher education now, it, they're obviously not doing not doing a good job because we're living in madness, right? Yeah. And that being said, Roe versus Wade was overturned, or not Roe versus Wade, uh, affirmative action. Affirmative action, yeah. Which I agree. I'm like, that needs to be gone. We need the best people for the positions. Yeah. You know, and... Um, not not based on the color of your skin, but the base, based on the content of your character. I wonder who the fuck said that. Yeah, I know. Yeah, exactly. It's like, if we're going to play the game, let's play it all the way. Yeah. Like, especially, like, that was because that uh, groups had minority status. They're no longer the minority in the United States. I mean, people say they are, but... I. Under 18, I think the European descendants are the minority. You take out the boomers, they're the European descendants, the original Americans, are definitely the minority now. Mm. So they don't really have a leg to stand on the minority talk. I mean, maybe in positions of power, like in influence inside of the government, the infrastructure, but that makes sense because those people have been here longer, so of course they're going to hold those positions. But... Um, yeah, the affirmative action is going away, which is good. But to me, I'm like, yeah, the, the, the way to solve a lot of these problems is is through freedom too, but also through like um, strategic analysis of your populations and see what they're best suited for. Uh-huh. You can't just put somebody as a psychiatrist just because they want to be it. They, they need to be able to perform those duties, you know. People in the trades, they know this. Sometimes you'll have a guy come in the trade, he's just not cut out for it. He knows it, the guys there know it, and he's gone. I think a lot of these, like, the medical industry or, like, like any of these other fields, I think they just they just stick it out and everybody puts up with their shit. And the government, and everybody just puts up with their shit. There's no, like, weeding out of the people that shouldn't be in these positions. Right. There's no hierarchy. Um, in, in labor or, like, skilled trade... Either you can perform a tax or you can't. If you can't, you're gone. And that that's that's a, lot, a large problem with the school system and the labor force. Like, So the dissolution of uh, affirmative action will help that a little bit. I don't know when that's going to affect. I don't know the legalities of it. I didn't follow it really close. I just know it was overturned. And I was like, hmm, that's interesting. But in, in all reality, so you have the only thing that's kind of holding some kind of like counterbalance to the to the rampant leftism is the supreme court which is which is weird because like you would have kind of not thought that but that's what's occurring you know the way shit was before but yeah it's um and i think the supreme court is fucking hanging on by a thread too you know it's just like they want to pack the court and everything else yeah i mean and not to mention most of the, the I think the I think the average age in the Supreme Court's what fucking seventy or eighty. Yeah, but they're elected like, for life. Yeah, they are. Yeah, they're elected for life. Um, but how much life do they have left in them? Is sure. you know what I mean? And then the, then they're just going to reelect somebody else to be in there that's younger but has the their ideology as they do. Yeah, you know, so. Yeah, it's it's tough on that, and like, 
But it is kind of weird that you have that one branch is kind of holding on. Mm-hmm. You know, the other ones are pretty much done. Um, and uh, it, it, it doesn't... I, to me, like I said, I'm, I'm on the masculine side. I want hierarchies. I want the best people represented. Right. We, we can do a lot more. You can get a lot more done if we have that. It, the egalitarian measures of like just putting people in positions just because, it hasn't worked out. We've been doing it for a while. And if you look in reality, you're not, you're seeing the fruits of that bear. You're like, this is not, this is not great, man. Like anywhere you go, you go to a restaurant, you order something and nothing's right. Just, I mean, it's like little tiny things, but you can see it like the, the, the fissures in reality. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, I just want the best people in those positions. And I think that, that that will help. But I don't know what else has been going on besides that. I don't fucking know. <laughs> Bunch of bullshit. <laughs> you know? Um, every time we step outside. That one thing, I every time I do step outside, I just want to go back inside. Because it's too people out there for me. I fucking hate it. Every time I leave my house, man, I just want to turn the fuck around and... Go back. Um, that's why I want to live out in the middle of nowhere, no neighbors. I just want to be gone. Fucking you know, it's funny you mention that. It's funny you mention that because Phoenix is a big city now. Mm. I went to one of these pop-up things, right? It was a vintage clothing pop-up. Uh, another thing about me that's kind of interesting is like, <laughs> I was like an old school thrift shopper guy, vintage dude from way back in the day. When I was a kid, we never, going to a vintage shop or a thrift shop was looked at like as you're like ghetto or you didn't have money, right? Right. You just didn't do it. You didn't want to be a cop in those places when I was younger. Um, But I was a runner in high school and my best friend, we we would go to the vintage shops and we'd get the 80s style running shorts like the super small ones mm-hmm. because that was what was cool. They're like neon yellow or just, they said like Brooks on them, but they were from the eighties or these old Nike ones. And we would go buy those or we get the Ralph Lauren polos from like the eighties, mm-hmm. the weird designs on them, the weird stripes. So I was doing that way back in the day, but nobody would be in the thrift shops. It was crazy. So now the market for that is so oversaturated again. Like, there's so many people in the thrift shops now. There's so many people doing vintage that you can't really find anything. Like, you go into the thrift shop and they'll have, like, piles of stuff in their cart, but it's all, like, total nonsense. Like, I don't even know what they're buying it for. But it's become so popular and so trendy that they have these pop-up things where they'll have, like, um, like a little makeshift store with all kinds of like clothes on the rack or like a few records and like everybody shows up because it's been like um marketed online. I went to one like a couple weekends ago. And this speaking of the big city aspect, right? I go down there, it's like 116 degrees. Like it's pretty it's pretty hot, dude. Yeah. It's it's toasty, you know, but I'm walking. I go in there, I look around, it's just there's nothing, you know. The there's no clothes really that's of any means. It's really speaks to you right and it's all the gen z's and the millennials and they're like cannibalizing the cultures of like the 80s and the 90s what little scraps they can get left like the little little scraps like there was a harley davidson shirt right there for like 75 dollars that's the only one i looked at i was like it's like fuck this like i it's like a meme i saw where you walk in and you look at the tag and you just leave i'm like this is crazy and the harley davidson shirt wasn't more than like 10 years old like it wasn't particularly vintage or anything. It was, it was something like you'd buy like at a Kmart before, but uh, nobody knows that. They just the younger kids. They don't know that they're not really getting anything authentic. They're just buying whatever they can get their hands on. But uh, but speaking of the big city aspect, I walk across the street. I'm in the downtown Roosevelt district, kind of perusing all the bars. There's there's a lot of people down there. Like there's people drinking in the bars mm-hmm. during the day, dude. Now, I was born in Phoenix. There was never anybody out day drinking, particularly in the whole city, with the exclusion of Scottsdale. Now, Scottsdale, people don't know about Scottsdale. It's like the, uh, what is it? The uh, It's the Miami of the desert. That's what they call it. Oh, or it's uh, also the... It's the uppity fucks. The uppity, uppity section. But 
the, the all the all the uh, bridal showers or uh, the bachelorette parties. Yeah, that it's a big place for that. I guess I always see them out there. And but that was the only place that really was day drinking. Now you go places and you see people. So I'm like, we must have a lot of people here now because there was a bowling alley. I looked in there; it was packed. There was like they, just every bar kind of had some people in there and. Part of me kind of likes that. I'm like, ah, you got a little liveliness. But the other part is like, I miss that old nostalgia of like the empty city, you know? But I don't think, we're never, we're never going to go back in time. No. No, no, no. And I, I digress back to what I said before. If I want to live out in the middle of nowhere, no people. <laughs> <laughs> so, um Living, dude, uh, and I just, uh, I'm the type of person that wants to have his own land, to steward his own land, to hunt on his own land. Um, you know, yeah, I still want some of that technology, but I don't want a bunch of it. Like, I don't care about the TV. I really don't watch TV much. I'm on my computer more, more than anything, and that's how I make a living now. Um, so I want to, like... I want to build a house that's just that has a one dedicated room to tech, <laughs> yeah. and the rest of the house is not. You know, well, you can't no even tech. tell. You yes. can't even tell. It's all it's, yeah, it's all like, colonial or something. Yeah, yeah, like an old, an old uh, bookshelf, kind of like a library. Mm-hmm. You know, huge room dedicated to like a library, maybe with a an old wooden desk. Um, with secret compartments and shit, you know. Yeah, I've been thinking about that too. Where you have like so. you have like a little table, right? That's just for maps. You know, yeah. you can look at these old maps. You know. Yeah, I, I get you on that. And that, I always remember my dad was never a talker, right? And I talk about my dad sometimes because in my mind, I'm like, we got to look backwards and think like, what do the old timers say? Now he didn't say a lot, but I remember one time he told me he's like, a man is nothing without land, and. He told me that one time. I'm like, I molded over my head. I'm like, it's true, man. You need a little parcel of land. You do need it, you know. And that used to be American, you know. And he would also say things like, they're living on top of each other like ants, like back east, you know. Like it just wasn't. It's not Americana. It's not the West, you know. Now the Wild West. Now you look at, uh, you go down to Roosevelt District. They got condos everywhere. I mean. And they're they're all right aesthetic. I mean, but they're more like they're not they're not beautiful. They don't evoke an emotion. But the only thing that gives it kind of like a vibrance is the people. You know, there's people down there, but the buildings are kind of soulless. But it's not very uh, wild west to live on top of each other. We need land. And, and the Phoenix now is getting so packed that you're not going to get that really in, in city limits. Right. And if you're going to get some land, you got to go on the pines. I think right. At least. Yeah. Unless you want to live out in the fucking desert where it's, I mean, it's not viable really to do anything. You know, you can't hunt on it because you don't have anything to hunt. You can't fucking farm on it because it's fucking, the dirt isn't, isn't viable to grow crop, you know. You know, so it's, I mean, what what can you do on it? What What can you farm? I can speak. I can speak to this, man. I I have a garden. Two years going, very tough. Very tough to have anything grow here. I already knew that from being a kid. Uh, we had we had a lot of plants and a lot of trees. My my dad would try to grow, so I knew the environment's really hard mm-hmm. to grow anything here. And man, yeah, you can't grow shit here. I mean, it, it has to be totally like you got to be on it. You, if you're a gardener. That has to almost be like 80% of your hobby. Uh, because if you, you got to be totally on it, you're not going to grow shit or it's going to die. Like, yeah. Most of my things died again. Uh, this sun's just too brutal out here. You know? Well, it doesn't help, man. It doesn't help that we're rolling into summer and it's fucking, like I said, 100, over 110 for two weeks. I mean, that's nothing unusual, but trying to grow anything in the summer here is nearly impossible. Um, and then, you know, next thing you know, we're going to roll into sep- end of September. Well, historically, our last 100 degree day is on Halloween day. Mm-hmm. Historically. Like when you're walking around so on Halloween. Pe- so- people, I think yeah. people, th- like, that. that is surprising to some people. 
you know, our summers last almost six months out here. People don't understand that. We, we fucking, we'll, we'll hit 100 degrees in May, and we don't end it until October sometimes. So. Yeah, and you'll get a little, you'll get a little bite. Yeah. Sometimes on Halloween night. A yep. little, a little crispness in the air. Last year, last year was actually kind of nice. It actually started earlier. It was fucking amazing. Like my birthday, I remember it was like, I think a high of like 77 or something, 78. And I was like, oh, man, this is fucking awesome. Because my birthday is October 14th. And usually I'm spending my birthday here. It's over 100 fucking degrees. And I fucking hate it. So. No, I mean, there's nothing to do. Last year was like a surprise for me. I loved it. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's definitely. Phoenix is its own thing. It's like in, in that way, we're, we're the town that dreaded sunrise for some people, right? So the sunset, it's like. Um, and it's very, uh, you don't see a lot of people out during the day in like the neighborhoods at least. Like right. everybody's just kind of holed up in their house till, till the, uh, summer's over. But, um, those that can, right. Some people have to be out there and they're doing their thing, but, but yeah, Arizona has its own uh, style, but yeah, living, living on some land out there in the, in the woods up north somewhere would be nice. But the funny thing is the way I was, uh, when I think about this, right, I had a conversation with a guy in Las Vegas, New Mexico. Uh-huh. He was working in the little convenience, or like a Walgreens, right? And I went in there to get some stuff, like something to drink. And he's like sitting there, kind of leaning back, you know, just chilling. Small little town. I think there's like 1,400 people living there. And I was like, you had a pretty nice town here, man. And then he kind of like, he sits, he, he leans back and he's like, can't wait to get the fuck out of here. <laughs> and I told him, I was like, you know the man from the small town wants to go to the big city, and the man from the big city wants to go to the small town. Yeah. So in that reality, it's like wherever you go, there you are. Like I always say that. It's like you had to cultivate the home inside of yourself. Yeah. And then and then when you do get where you think you want to be, you'll probably be more satisfied. But it was funny with that young kid, man. He was hating his existence. <laughs> but, yeah. But it wasn't particularly, like, um, the town was pretty run down. So I can get where he's coming from, you know. And it's probably multi-generational. Like, uh, uh, everybody probably knows each other. Or, yeah, they definitely want to get out of there. And he, I, I was like, yeah, I'm from Phoenix. He hadn't even heard of Phoenix. Really? Yeah, he's like, Phoenix, where's that at? I'm like, Arizona? And he's like, oh, oh, I, I think I know where that is. I'm like, damn, dude, you don't even know where my city's at? But to be fair, I didn't know I didn't know about Las Vegas and Mexico. But Phoenix is a bigger one. But it, it yeah, was Phoenix, Phoenix is like the fifth or sixth largest city in the country. So it's kind of hard not to hear Phoenix. Yeah. Las Vegas, New Mexico. The only Las Vegas people know is Nevada. Yeah. Yeah, true. They didn't know. I didn't even know there was a Las Vegas, New Mexico. I guess that was the original. So, yeah, I, I don't doubt it. And then they. Moved I mean, Las there. Vegas, Nevada, I think was pretty much built in what the early nineteen hundreds or like forties and fifties. But maybe. it became famous. Yeah. In the forties and fifties, because of gangsters, essentially. Yeah. So. Yeah, little known fact: I don't really like Las Vegas. <laughs> Me neither. I just don't have any time for it, man. It's like all... It, it looks like South Phoenix, and but it, it, with casinos. Not really my thing, man. Yeah. Old Town Las Vegas is better, but... Yeah, it's good yeah, for, the, for, the, for the aura and all that, but yeah, I don't know. But I don't know, man. I think that's about it for this Welcome Back episode, Volume 3. <laughs> well, we're going to try to be more consistent. Uh, right now, we've been having a lot going on, but we're back, and uh, we... Yeah. So you can reach out to us again through yep. our platforms, Instagram, email, all that shit. Yep. Um, you know, just want to let everybody know we did have a recording, but it was just not usable. And we've had several. We've had, we actually had several. Yeah. 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 You're right. We've had a fucking handful um, of recordings that didn't that didn't go out. So uh, that's because maybe you know it's not the best suited. Uh, area for a studio podcasting because you know I have dogs in the fucking living room that don't like to shut the fuck up um, and they they keep going right now they're quiet thank fucking god and you know some other things going on so audio technical difficulties shit like that so 
But this one, I have a feeling, is going to be good. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, well, we'll see you next time. We're going to get into some other topics. We just were like, well, let's hit some uh, common, current events. Yeah. I mean, why not, right? We, we're out of the loop again. Call we're back. One, call, them, call this one current events number whatever. Yeah. So. All right. See you guys next time.